Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today, I'm going to be talking about the narcissistic bait and switch. Narcissistic bait and switch is a deception technique that is essentially a massive fake out. It's a sort of fake right, go left move that confuses victims quite easily. The love bombing in the beginning stages of a narcissistically abusive relationship is the bait of the bait and switch technique that involves baiting the victims with a facade of perfection and love and then switching to the truth of who they truly are, which is a cunning and abusive individual. Like the term implies, there is a bait that pulls victim in, victims in, which is like a hook on a fishing rod that hides the true intentions of the abuser. Once the abuser has the victim's trust, their love, and really has their fangs stuck deep in their victim, they can now switch between the nice facade and the abusive tyrant on a whim. This switch back and forth creates so much confusion for victims who are left wondering how the individual they fell in love with and who they thought was so wonderful is now acting so demeaning, devaluing, and abusive. This form of deception is like throwing a bunch of mud against a wall and really seeing what sticks. Abusers look for what triggers a reaction of excitement and love in their victims, and then use this information to form a false self and personality to become the perfect, really, love of their victim's affection. I should say the object of their victim's affection. A false self is the bait, the mask that can be that can be slipped in and out of on a whim, uh, which really causes such catastrophic psychological, spiritual, emotional damage towards victims who are left extremely uh, chaotic, emotionally dysregulated, confused, and profoundly lost in the relationship. The narcissistic abuser can bait their victim with flattery or even playing the helpless victim in need of help, which then baits the victim's compassion to come quote-unquote help them, which then lures them into the relationship. This is especially effective for victims who feel that they lack value and finally feel noticed, accepted, loved, and good enough, and, and have value based on being able to help the abuser. One insidious way a narcissist may bait and switch is where they force you into position into a position that would be awkward or make you feel profoundly rejected if you decide to say no to their request. This ropes victims into doing, doing just what the narcissist wants in order to avoid that confrontation. At first, it may be a small favor, but after a while, they make the requests bigger and bigger until they literally have victims doing everything for them, literally caretaking for them. Because victims assume that the narcissist is a good person, they'll continuously fall for the story of needing to be taken care of because the victims are usually compassionate, kind, and believing people. They'll believe the victim needs the help when they are, in fact, being manipulated and played. The victim may be a people pleaser and dislike saying no or even maybe fear rejection. So the narcissist really knows this and can play this game for as long as they want and as deep and, and hurtful as they want, uh, really extracting that narcissistic supply from victims, continuously vi using victims' compassion against them. The narcissist, by really making the victim feel bad for saying no, has literally pinned the victims into a place where saying no would be considered mean and rejecting, uh, and ultimately they're forced to say yes, continuously serving the narcissistic abuser. I want to quote from an article here. Uh, it's a fantastic article. I'm going to quote quite a bit of it because I think uh, uh, Jan Smith, who's the author uh, of this article, which is labeled Bait and Switch, How You Can Be Deceived by a Narcissist. She summarizes this uh, quite well. She quotes like this, they're actually using your kind and compassion and compassionate and caring nature against you. 
This puts you in a situation where you feel like it's your fault and mean to reject them, disagree with them, or walk away. They have baited you with the trap. They've baited you into a trap with your desire to be validated and kind, something we all normally desire. Then they have used this trap to trap you into meeting their needs. Generally, you are left feeling confused and a bit ashamed. This shaming, the shaming is the last switch and locks you in. The longer the situation goes, the longer, the more it adds to the shame. You become shamed for wanting to get out of the painful situation. Shamed if you don't live up to the description of you that they have created, the quote-unquote perfect person. And shamed for, for not fulfilling all of their needs. After all, as they have likely shared with you, they're looking for that person who is finally going to treat them the way they need to be treated. Eventually, you will shame yourself over the idea of being stuck in the trap, increasingly shame for staying. This adds to the feeling that you have no power. No matter what you do, it won't work out, it won't work out well or right. You'll never be good enough for the narcissistic abuser. What ends up happening is, uh, Jan Smith describes in her article, is that you do nothing. You stay paralyzed, and now you're stuck in this sort of quicksand sinking uh, constantly feeling trapped where you cannot leave because you feel uh, inadequate and ultimately you feel uh, like perhaps you can meet the needs of the narcissist. If you could just stick around a little bit longer, you'll get back to that love bombing stage um, or ultimately feeling shamed about staying, but still staying regardless, uh, continuously in service to the narcissistic abuser. She explains that you've gone from a pedestal to being chained and jailed emotionally. The emotional manipulation keeps you off kilter, removing your perspective, lest you regain your bearings and focus. Narcissistic abuser may not allow you, must not allow you to feel empowered, worthy, or capable because then you would realize you don't need them and you would be free to walk away, leaving their lies and manipulation behind. And this ends the quoting from her fantastic article, which I highly suggest uh, you read in its totality. I want to offer some suggestions uh, to either protect you or get you out of the bait and switch if you have been duped by a narcissist in this way. In order to protect yourself from the bait and switch, a person really needs to be mindful of how much they give in a relationship and if they are receiving anything in return. Uh, also be mindful of promises of a better future when in reality the, the narcissistic abuser is being lazy, ineffective, controlling, and, uh, and abusive. If you're being taken advantage of, if you find yourself slowly taking more and more responsibility, taking more care of your abuser and being guilted and shamed when you don't live up to the impossibly high expectations they set for you, this is a sure sign that there has been deception that you have been duped. When dating, look for incons inconsistencies and do not overlook red flags. A person can fake a false self for a while, but after a while, the inconsistencies will show and the reality of the situation will reveal itself. If you are in the beginning stages of a relationship and your partner suddenly switches and a brand new monster uh, appears, the, the, the facade has fell, fallen, the, I should say the mask has fallen, uh, be mindful. Uh, do not ignore this. This is usually a sign that, you feel, uh, that they feel that you trust them enough and they can let their guard down and abuse them and abuse you on a whim. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I would love to offer my services to you. I work with a very specific therapy called the Mind Map. I'm very passionate about the Mind Map because uh, it has helped me and many, many people who I've worked with uh, to uh, ultimately move past the facade and the the cloud, uh, the cloud of of the of the confusion, I should say, uh, of narcissistic abuse, and help you gain clarity as to what you have gone through. Uh, really help 
clear your lens uh, of perception and get the healing you need. Uh, ultimately, a lot, of the, a lot of the pain you struggle from after a narcissistic abusive relationship is that you are confused, you're in chaos, you're uncomfortable, you're emotionally dysregulated, with, uh, and ultimately you feel extremely lost. So I want to help you gain that clarity so you can really uh, understand what it takes to heal and then take those take those steps to individuate, uh, separate yourself from people who manipulate, bait and switch, control, uh, and uh, and abuse you in this way. Uh, please do reach out. I'd love to, like I mentioned, offer you my services. I can uh, be reached at YITS, that's Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. By phone, 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consult. I'd love to speak with you, identify how I can be of service to you. So once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the best.